It's that time, the Betting Predators podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter, SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the golf guru, baseball, basketball guru, Uncle Dave. You guys can find him, Dave underscore Essler. And you can get us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. Well, Uncle Dave, another weekend done and out of the way. Another golf tournament done and out of the way. We have a new week. That we're going to start up here, getting excited. NBA playoffs are going to start. We had a pretty good weekend, though, Uncle Dave, with our golf tournament. You had a you had a lot of tickets that were going. I'm curious how everything ended up for you. I'll let everybody know how I ended up, but how did everything go for you with the golf tournament? Well, it's kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly, sleepy. I was hoping you wouldn't you wouldn't ask that question because I have to relive the agony of. The golf tournament. I mean, we cashed both our head-to-head, so we're 15 and one on those. That's the good. Uh, the ugly was Herman winning because we had um, money on six of the top eight guys. We had Horschel, Kim, Redmond, and Kisner all to win. That was that was two, three, T four, and T four. We even had Sun J M uh, to win. He was T nine. So we had a ton of the right guys. But we didn't have them to win. I mean, I guess we probably ended up okay. We cashed a bunch of top 20 tickets. But I was looking for the other big score. I think probably we got spoiled when we hit three outrights in a first-round leader. I think we should, you know, I know I expect that every week. But, you know, when you put that much work in, you do expect to win. But unfortunately, you know, good for Herman. Seems like a likable guy. Um, bad for bad for Dave's two win tickets. And, uh I have to admit, usually on Sunday nights, I'll kind of look at next week. And I, I didn't. Well, I casually did. Um, but I waited till this morning. I had to get over that. And uh, I'm not sure I'm still over it. But, you know, it, it is what it is. It's gambling, buddy. Well, one of the good things, at least, you know, that that we are accountable for our losses when they do happen. And it's not like you it's not like you lost, but it's one of the things where, you know, a lot of a lot of touts in the business, you know, they, they simply just don't talk about losses. And. You know, you and I, we come on here every day. We talk about our winners. We talk about the losers. And we move on to the next day because in this business, that's kind of how it has to be. You don't have a choice but to move on. So overall, Uncle Dave, not bad at all. Uh, my weekend with the golf, I had two head-to-heads. I hit those. I gave out a Bryce Garnet to, I think, make the top 20. No good there. And my ugly was actually not playing Horschel top 20. I told everybody that I was going to look and, and find a top 20 price. I actually forgot to do that. So he ended up obviously cashing in the in the top 20. So it was a ticket wasted for me. But overall, I thought it was a pretty good golf tournament for the both of us and pretty much everybody who followed. I mean, everybody had a bunch of tickets, you know, with guys in the top 20, top 10. I don't think anybody had Herm in the win, but eh, that's how it goes sometimes. We'll do a quick podcast today, guys. We're going to go ahead and give out a MLB best bet. Uncle Dave will have one for you. Play of the day. I will give you guys a play of the day. Mackenzie Rivers will give you a play of the day as well. I'm going to start out here with Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave, MLB, play of the day for you. What do you got? Yeah, this one looks kind of SpongeBob, but I can't not bet it. Um, Angels and Giants over. I think it's 10 now most places. I bet it at 9.5. I'd still bet it at 10 because it wins on 10. It's only a push if that's what you can get. But and I looked at this game every way I could. And Griffin Canning's been hammered in three of his four starts so badly he might make the Giants offense look good. But then again, the Giants might not need a lot of help 
they put up 16 runs in three games against a really solid Oakland pitching staff. And since Canning didn't last five innings in any of those starts, I expect a pretty heavy dozer there, 5.13 ERA at home bullpen. Then you look on the other side, Tyler Anderson. I think he's serviceable at best. He pitched very well at Colorado, but he didn't last two innings against the Dodgers, and Houston had no issues with him in his last outing. And, of course, even a casual baseball fan knows how pitiful with a capital P the Giants' bullpen is. I looked at the recent history. Five of the last six Giants games have gone over. Six of the last seven Angels games have gone over. So conventional wisdom might suggest that eventually there's regression. But with a 90-degree temps and a slight helping breeze to right, I think the regression will have to wait another day. So I bet the Giants and the Angels over. All right, guys, so I'll pick their analysis from Uncle Dave. Let's jump over to Mackenzie Rivers. He has an NBA play for you guys, his play of the day. Let's go ahead and give that a listen. My best bet for Monday, August 17th, give me the Utah Jazz plus five against their mountain rivals, the Denver Nuggets. Simple handicap here. I think we've seen an overreaction to the news that Mike Conley is leaving the bubble to attend the birth of his child. Congratulations, Mike Conley. When you get right down to it, the Utah Jazz have had a system in years, for years, that Mike Conley was struggling to adapt to. Now, you're talking about long-term potential, of course. Having a quality guard like Mike Conley increases your ceiling. It allows Donovan Mitchell to pick up his defense, pick up other things he does off-ball to improve his overall game. And in general, you need two great guards in this league if you're going to do any kind of damage. But short-term, fitting in Mike Conley has been a hindrance. And we've seen when you take that complication out of the Jazz equation, they've had much more harmony so far this season. Overall, when Mike Connolly is not in the lineup for the Utah Jazz, you're looking at 17 and 7 against the spread. That's 71%, and I don't think it's too much of a coincidence. You see, okay, a great guard that's been really the essential player for the Memphis Grizzlies for almost a decade. Remove him from the equation, of course, that team gets a lot worse. In the long term, I think you're right. In the short term, I think Donovan Mitchell prone for a big game. Bonus bet, I like his over as long as it's under 24 and a half. That's my buy price there. I got it at 23 and a half. I expect it to go over as more and more of this reaction from Mike Conley missing out factors into the mix. But I think you got a solid squad with a defensive player in the year and Rudy Gobert and Mitchell doing damage. So that's the Jazz. The Nuggets, I think they might be a point or two overrated. They had the worst defense in the bubble. And you can say, well, the games didn't matter. They wanted this. They were trying out this. They played their bench units down the stretch against the Lakers and the Clippers. Okay, but they still have the worst defense in the bubble. And I think a lot of it is the fact that they don't have their starting five that they're used to having. Jamal Murray's been working his way back in. And the other two starters out, Gary Harris and Will Barton, a lot of people, including myself, figured that was probably a precautionary measure so that they can be A1 for Game 1 of the playoffs. Well, they're listed as out for Game 1 of the playoffs. It was not a precaution. These players are really out. Two of their starters not going to feature in the lineup. That's going to be difficult when you're playing younger and younger players, players deeper and deeper in the bench, to maintain defensive integrity. And by the way, Nikola Jokic, they're rocking the middle. He does a lot of things well. Making up for others on the defensive side of the ball is not yet in his repertoire. Another thing, Michael Porter Jr., he's been a sensation. Will he be the same player in the playoffs when the intensity rises? I really like the kid. Got a Kobe gene in him, just being able to rise up from anywhere. But remember, Kobe in his first playoffs uh, was atrocious on both sides of the ball. I think that could be a problem, especially if he's relied on to guard somebody on the other side of the ball. I think Joe Inglis runs circles around him, and I don't want to see what Rudy Gobert will do to him on the offensive glass if they're going mano a mano. 
Last thing on this. Depth is going to be a problem for the Utah Jazz without guys like Bogdanovich out for a while now. Conley expected to miss at least the first two games of the series. So yes, I think that hurts their power ratings as depth becomes more and more an issue for them. But this game, with all of their players well-rested, a lot of disrespect, honestly, with 15 out of 16 ESPN experts picking the Nuggets in the series, and most of them in five. I think we see a nice bounce-back performance from the Utah Jazz, show everybody what they're all about. If you take this back six months ago, Nuggets, Jazz on a neutral, maybe Nuggets are a one-point favorite. Even if Connolly's out, like I said, 17 and 7, 71% against the spread with Connolly out. Maybe a one and a half point favorite. We're looking at five here, guys. Best bet, Utah Jazz plus five. Now, currently, the consensus is four and a half. I have to insist that you either shop around and find a plus five, currently at MGM and FanDuel, they're out there, get a plus five. Or if you have to, buy a half point, plus five minus 120 would be my last resort best bet. And here's why. I expect a close game. We just saw this with the Nuggets and Jazz going to overtime about a week ago. Tight playoff atmosphere. I think it could start a little cagey. I think it could end close. Moreover, when you get into the foul game in the NBA, especially in the playoffs, five is an essential number. Never take a four and a half if you can get a five minus 120 because if you're down by three late in the ball game, you're going to foul because it's the playoffs. It's essential that you at least give yourself the opportunity for the other team to miss two. If you're down four, you might not foul with three seconds on the clock. Down three, you have to foul. Plus five gives you a chance to eke out a push. And avoiding a loss, guys, remember, that saves you $110, where gaining a win is only 100 bucks. So always essential to get the best number, especially, in my opinion, the most important number to get in basketball when available is that plus five in the NBA playoffs. So plus five, minus 120, however you need to get down on it. I do think the Jazz surprised some people. I think they're fine without Conley. Best bet, Utah against the number. All right, guys, there you go from Mackenzie Rivers. As he had mentioned, this one starts early, so you guys got to go ahead Hurry up and jump on that one. I'm going to give you my play of the day in Major League Baseball. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play the Yankees and the Red Sox over over the total of 10. I do not trust either of these pitchers going today. Martin Perez will go for the Sox. Montgomery will go for the Yankees. I mean, if you look at what Perez has done this season, he just allows way too many walks. And this is certainly not the team that you want to go ahead and put guys on base for free. Now, he hasn't pitched a whole lot of you know, games against tough teams. I mean, he has a couple against the Rays. You know, they're not hitting well. He had, he had one against the Mets. They weren't hitting well. And he had one against the Orioles lineup who actually lit him up. So I don't see any reason why the Yankees can't go ahead and get after Martin Perez today. And at Montgomery, I mean, that's a guy that, you know, he'll hang a bunch of pitches and he can walk guys as well. He's a low strikeout guy. And the Red Sox have plenty of bats in that lineup that, you know, playing in Yankee Stadium, I think they can go ahead and get us enough on their end and I'm quite positive that the Yankees are going to go ahead and get a couple bombs today and get it out of the park. So I think 10 is fair, but I also think 10 uh, is certainly achievable for these two teams with these two pitchers on the mound. So I'll get I'll play that one, guys. Yankees, Red Sox, over the total of 10. So that's it, guys. Quick recap of the weekend. Also, Uncle Dave and I will go ahead. We'll do our Northern Trust Open podcast for you guys tomorrow. So be ready for that one. With that said, I'm Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter, Sleepy J underscore pregame. You can get Uncle Dave at Dave underscore Essler. Big thanks to Mackenzie Rivers. You guys can get him on Twitter at Mac and Rivers. And you can find us all on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. 
like to wish you guys all the best of luck today. Enjoy the games.